Welcome to the HSA Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology-related matters and much more besides. I'm Michael Lonnan, and today I'm joined by Microsoft's business applications industry lead, Martin Shave. And in this edition, we chat about some of the latest innovations that Microsoft is bringing through to enable retailers to engage more closely with their customers and how data is being used to serve up some pretty interesting innovations. And when the washing machine you're standing next to the next time you're in store starts tracking and sending you information, you'll soon know why. And this all leads to some really interesting developments as you'll later discover. So grab a brew, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Shop in store or buy online? Buy online. Okay. Have you always been a buy online type person or do you think that's changed as well? Yeah, I have particularly. Yeah. And I think, and and it's even like um, booking taxis and stuff like that. I'd always use an app if I can, just purely down to the fact that I don't particularly like talking to people. <laughs> well, this podcast is going to go well then. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's just a personal preference that, you know, I just prefer to, to book online. It's so much easier. Yeah. Life has become easier, I found. Complicated in some ways, but easier in, in lots of others. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and and as a customer who's buying things, uh, the experience you know has changed through the apps that have been developed and technologies that as it's evolved. Uh, in, in your opinion, what do you think from a from a, particularly from a retail perspective? What do you think? How does the how's the buying experience changed? You know, not necessarily just during the pandemic, but generally, how do you think things have evolved? Yeah, so that that shift to online obviously accelerated down to the fact that that shops weren't open but with that had to come a little bit of innovation as well because quite frankly you know a lot of a lot of retailers are specialist retailers and and to to be able to provide a service or a, a, a specialist retail experience just through doing a an e-commerce site is almost impossible so we've had quite a few instances where that's been wrapped around with other technologies to try and make the experience slightly different if you think about a car dealership as an example, that is essentially retail. Mm. Um, but you, you, know, you can buy a car online, but you want to get the feeling of the experience and the trim and all that kind of thing. And we've started to see mixed reality come into into these these kind of organisations where you can see the car with your trim that you're selected on your desktop on your on your desk maybe through your mobile phone or whatever whatever the the mechanism is that you've got at home yeah. and it's just it's it, that that kind of technology has changed the experience slightly from just being an e-commerce site to something a little bit more interactive do you think um uh, more organizations are, are there's a lot of talk about gearing towards this whole um on the online experience uh, it's been exasperated by covid but do you think there's, mm. there's always going to be that need for kind of a mix of things so you talk about the rea- that, that mixed reality but people do actually still want to touch feel and sometimes yeah. smell uh, the things before they they buy them yeah, they do. And I think one of the benefits for a, for a retailer, not necessarily the customer, but for the retailer of, of transacting online is you get much more of a footprint about the customer as well. And, and then you're able to know a little bit more about them, be able to personalize more of the experience as well for them. And, and personalization is quite critical to that. And I think one of the things when we start going back into stores is we're going to need to work out uh, how to help our customers, the retailers, not the end customer, how to how to capture insight into their customers who actually step into the the stores themselves. Um, And we're seeing like beacon technology and things like that 
and and apps on your phone so you're pretty much opting in as soon as you get the the retailer's app on your phone to to capturing this kind of information now being stored against a unified customer profile and and that is the biggest change actually last in in the last year to 18 months is capturing everything that we know about the customer and then actually doing something with it is that being one of the, is that or is that still one of the challenges? Is that, is that a big challenge for retailers still trying to get hold of that, trying to capture information yeah. and use it? We're getting hold of it is a big challenge, but actually making it usable is another big challenge. I think a lot of a lot of retailers are now coming around to the fact that they need to have a unified customer profile. Right. Yeah. But it's actually the information that they capture in it, the the vision of what they're able to capture or able to do with it is still quite. Um, is quite limited and so you know web activity is the common one adobe have been doing this for years of course you know that kind of capturing of where you browse what you look at all that kind of stuff um what you bought transactional stuff's really easy but then you know is there is there the ability if you've got an app on the phone for a fashion retailer and you go into their store and if you stand at you know looking at a particular row of clothes can you capture proximity data about this customer stood here for five minutes looking at you know this particular fashion item whatever it is and and that's that's where the real gold dust comes into it how how far away do you think we are from that, that all sounds amazing and we did read about that kind of being the, the the future step for retailers but how far away do you think we are from that becoming kind of a everyday reality yeah uh, i guess it's it's down to how innovative the customers are and, and yeah. covid won't help with this because you, you see a lot of desire within cios ctos of, of retailers to want to transform want to do this kind of thing but there's always the risk of investing now, and and especially when your stores haven't been open, and and the the future outlook over the next eighteen months is pretty um, uncertain as well. So yeah. I guess it's more about the investment. I think like, the technology's there. We can yeah. we could do it today, you know. Um, but but you know, I, I guess it's I guess it's how innovative the retailers want to get. You can imagine, it, you, know, you know, the behaviours though um, now that you see with with customers, and and I think about if I go to a an appliance store like a white goods store, yeah, and you walk down a row of uh, washing machines or something like that, and you want to, yeah, you need to buy a washing machine, and you see this wonderful model there which looks great. The first thing I'd do is search for that on my phone while standing in the store to see if yeah. I can get a better offer from one of the online white goods suppliers. And then you look at it and think, well, yeah, maybe. Well, this is the the version or the you know, the yeah, the version previous to the one I'm looking at, but actually it's a washing machine. So I don't really care that I'm going to spend 60 quid less on last year's model. How do you think um, retailers can combat that? Because I think that's a most of the people who listen to this podcast probably do exactly the same. I know I do. Yeah. Um, how can they combat that kind of activity? Yeah, um, it's interesting. I, I was talking to our head of um, engineering for marketing, the marketing solution, and and we've got quite an aggressive roadmap around this, and and some uh, releases now which which are coming out to, to to augment our current capability. And there's basically three stages to marketing. The first one is that kind of traditional, just scatter gun everybody. The second one is you know a bit about the customers, so kind of nurture them a little bit. But where we're going to in the future marketing is what they call in-the-moment marketing. So you have this principle that at the point of engagement, whatever that engagement is, 
you should know exactly how to target and and offer something personalized to that exact customer. So you can imagine if you're loitering in front of uh, uh, a Zanussi uh, washing machine and you've been stood there searching on your phone for a few minutes, but you're still stood there, the proximity data knows you're there. That can trigger an action to say this customer normally spends time in our store, but actually hasn't bought anything from us in a long time. Uh, so perhaps he's buying from somewhere else as predicting behavior. And then within seconds, literally seconds, it can pump out a, um, a personalized offer to that particular customer whilst they're standing in store to, to treat them or yeah, yeah, that invitation to treat to actually make the purchase there and then. So that's the kind of thing that you could do to combat it. That sounds really advanced um, and that sounds really clever. Uh, what tools of Microsoft bringing out to facilitate that? Is it the uh, part of the commerce platform now? Or is there other things that are supporting it? Yeah, so there's, there's multiple aspects to it. And we've gone down the route of providing microservices. So you don't need to use everything from Microsoft. Of course, we want you to, but you know you don't need to. So the top end, we have our customer data platform, which is called Customer Insights. That takes in all that data about the customer and makes that unified profile and predictions of behavior, et cetera, that, that you need to be able to make the decision of how to how to communicate with them. And at the bottom, then you've got the multiple channels, which could be marketing, it could be push notifications, it could be uh, commerce, a point of sale device or client telling device, that kind of thing. The key bit's the middle bit. And this is uh, what engineering have um, announced recently at our Ignite conference is customer journey orchestration, which then basically makes that intelligent decision of how to tackle or how to connect with that customer at that particular point in time. So it uses the intelligence of the Microsoft platform to, to make those decisions in an automated way within seconds to, to get that message out to the customer. The focus for retail technology is being able to easily capture everything we know about the customer and then do something with it. Now, capturing information in the first instance is hurdle one, and this in itself remains a barrier for many retailers and organizations in general. But then you have the second challenge, which is once you have this information, once you have the data, what do you then do with it? How do you get value from it? And many retailers are coming around to the need to create what's called a unified customer profile, because this then allows them to make use of some of the more advanced technologies, such as beacons and proximity apps which then use information they know about the customer to trigger online engagements such as special offers. Now, the focus is not on improving store engagement and it's not really about improving your e-commerce platform and the experience. It's about thinking about these things together as a unified strategy because in thinking about these things together, that's where a retailer can give value to the customer. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. You can find out more interesting conversations at www.hso.com forward slash dynamics hyphen matters. Do check it out. And until next time, take care of yourselves.